Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to cars.com. It's magical. Fellow Falcoholics, welcome to a special episode of the Falcoholic Live. I've got a great interview for you here with Rice wide receiver coach Mike Kershaw, the receiver coach of impressive Falcons undrafted free agent Austin Trammell, who's been putting on a show over the first few days of training camp. So guys, enjoy this interview. Uh, Mike and I talked about Trammell, his history with Rice and, and his skill set and his translation to the NFL. So I hope you enjoy this interview with Coach Mike Kershaw of Rice. Thank you once again, Coach, for coming on and thank you guys for listening. Thank you very much for coming on, guys. I'm Kevin Knight here with Coach Mike Kershaw of the Rice Owls. Mike is the wide receivers coach there at Rice and the coach, former coach, I guess now, <laughs> of uh, undrafted wide receiver Austin Trammell, who based on his first few days at training camp, maybe shouldn't have been undrafted. Coach, thank you so much for coming on and talking with us today. Kevin, I appreciate you uh, reaching out and anytime I can help, definitely will. Absolutely. Well, obviously Austin has been kind of the talk of the first couple training camp sessions. Uh he had a lot of hype, actually, from some guys that I, I follow. Um, I know that our uh, Rams site at SB Nation uh, wrote up a, a piece on him. And, you know, as they, they're they uh, big fans of Wes Welker, I've heard from Austin uh, that he modeled his game after Wes Welker. Uh, has he Did he share that with you as well, that that was one of his uh, inspirations? Yeah, Wes Welker, kind of obviously Jul- Julian Edelman, um, obviously falls into that boat. Um, and so – that's kind of what he's the way we've kind of broken down film for him the last couple of years. We, we watch a lot of NFL film um, and that's obviously those are the guys that we've broken down for him. And he's studied a tremendous amount. Yeah. Yeah. And those are obviously great guys to, uh, to model your game after particularly for someone with his measurables. Uh, just uh, I was looking over his uh, relative athletic score. I don't know if you're familiar with RIS. That's a, a new thing that uh, Kent LaPlatt's been doing on Twitter, but you basically take all the, the athletic testing and you put it together and it spits out numbers that show you the total picture of the athlete, not just how good, you know, a 40 is or so-and-so. Uh, and uh, is, okay. I also need to know, is it Trammell or Trammell? Because this has been a big topic of, <laughs> of dissension among the staff here. It, too. it is definitely Trammell. Austin okay. Trammell. Trammell okay. Yeah. Good, good. Okay. So I've won the bet then on that. So, <laughs> good deal. but uh, yeah, so uh, really impressed uh, with Trammell's, his his three cone time and his shuttle and his jumps were just outstanding um elite sort of testing is that something that you noticed from the eye test working with him as well yeah he he worked really really hard this offseason with our strength and conditioning coach Hans Straub uh they did a fantastic job working with him um he didn't go to a personal trainer he didn't he he stuck with who we were working with since he's been here um and coach Straub is is amazing here with our guys but he really kind of took it to the next level. And it's kind of one of those funny things. You're like, anytime a guy that's going to the NFL, you're like, man, why didn't you, why don't you work hard 
as hard now as you were, you know, that you're going to do going to the NFL. And so that's always the case. So everybody knows that. But he worked tremendously hard. Coach Straub had a great program for him. All those times were all his personal best. I've never seen him jump 40 inches before. Yeah, that is just, um, especially and, for someone who's 5'8", I think. Yeah. Uh, so that's just wild. Yeah. And he came in and he he basically he had a challenge to himself to go into the to the Houston Pro Day because that's where we did it at as at the U of H. And he, there was another receiver that they had over there that was drafted. His number one goal was to, other than the 40 time, he knew he wasn't going to probably beat his 40 time, but he wanted to beat him in every other every other deal, and he did. Um, yeah, yeah. And he was the talk of that pro day. So it's oh, yeah. pretty nice when you go across town to that other school and you're the talk of their pro day, which is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, it, just an exceptional performance there. Obviously got on the radar of some of our other uh, people at other sites. Uh, so obviously Falcons fans are excited. Uh, but yeah, how would you describe his skill set for people that aren't familiar with him? You know, you worked with him for several years. How would how would you describe his his skill set and maybe the sort of ideal role you would have for him in an offense? So he's definitely, I mean, obviously, kind of how you use Julian Edelman, how you use Cole Beasley, right? He's he's not your vertical stretch the field, which he doesn't need to be over there. You've got mm-hmm. Calvin Ridley, you got the guys that can stretch it vertical, right? So he doesn't need to be that, but he is a guy that he knows leverage really, really well. Um, so he can see and he understand the defense and know what they're trying to do against him. And so he's going to be able to use that against them and use his leverage well. And he's obviously what you talked about his three cone drill and his his five ten five. He's very, very quick. So he's going to stick the foot in the ground and create the separation that you're looking for. Um, so that's what he does really well. He obviously for us was a big third down guy mm-hmm. when it's third and five to ten. You know, that's the guy you're going to. And everyone in Conference USA knew that we were going to go to him, but he still got open, right? It didn't matter if you if you double-teamed him however you wanted to do it. Definitely don't single him up because he was going to make that guy look really silly. Yeah, yeah, very impressive. And, you know, it really stands out to me. Obviously, COVID-shortened season didn't have a full year, but based on the stats that – Trammell put up in just three games, you know, 335 yards, six touchdowns, t- almost 21 yards per reception on 16 catches. I mean, that those are some wild stats. Um, you know, it's 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 sad because if he kept up that sort of uh, production over a 12-game season, I mean, there's no way this guy could have gone undrafted. I mean, it's it's, it's crazy. Um, so looking at his production last year compared, obviously, you know, Fewer catches, the, the yards per reception is a little bit more volatile when you got fewer catches. But, you know, what sort of changed – uh, for him or for your offense uh, in 2020 compared to previous years where his yards per reception were, were still a very good, you know, 12, 13 yards, but this last year up in the 20s. So, yeah, what, what maybe changed there for, for Trammell or your offense? I think probably philosophy on our offense is we're, we are a run-based pro-style type offense. We, <laughs> we do run the West Coast type system, which is very much catch and throw, um, get it and, and get some yak yards. But we didn't change – offensively the the you know too much of the philosophy except for we said we need to throw the ball downfield a little bit more we need a little bit more explosive plays um and kind of by circumstance we lost our big x going into the season who really is our deep the deep threat type guy mm-hmm. um so we lost him to injury during going into the season so we had to make do right and and trammel was a guy that we felt comfortable doing everything we needed to do he caught some really, really nice deep balls. He also caught a couple of balls where, you know, he caught a, a 10-yard speed out and it took it 75 yards, right? Yeah. So that that helps the the average uh, tremendously. Uh, mm-hmm. That makes you makes the quarterbacks really happy too. Let me throw it 10 oh, yards yeah. and you take it 75 for a touchdown. But you know, that's that's something that I think he would just 
his mindset last year was, hey, this is this is going to be my last year, even though he had a chance to come back for one more. He was like, hey, I've done what I needed to do here, but let me go finish out on top. Um, and really, we say three games is really kind of two and a half because the last game that yeah. he played, he got hurt. Um, yeah. And so was really running on one leg three quarters of that game. So it's really two games and a quarter. He put those numbers up. So he just came out and, you know, refused to be tackled, refused to be covered. And his desire to get in the end zone was better than their desire to tackle. This is Advertiser Content, brought to you by Frito-Lay. Hello, I'm Chip Murphy, here to get you ready for the big tournament. Tonight we'll break down... We break down who will be cutting... Cut! What are you two doing? Sorry, Chip. Prez here got his feathers ruffled when I told him Ruffles has zero chance of winning the title. And I was letting Dip know that she is not taking into account Ruffles' iconic ridges. Guys... It's March. We have to start talking about the tournament. We are. It is the 2023 Frito-Lay Snack-It. We're talking about big-time matchups between Cheetos, Smart Food, Lay's, Sun Chips, and more. Just head to the Frito-Lay Snack Bracket and vote for your favorite chip, pretzel, or dip for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. This sounds great. Keep up the good work. Just go to frito No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends 4-3-2023. Void wherever hip Here's worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. Yeah. I mean, clearly, yeah. And uh, uh, Trammell's also, as of Saturday, getting some work as a returner as well. So can you tell me a little bit about his sort of skill set as a returner? I know I, I can see that he's, he has had some opportunity to return for you guys Uh over over his years in college is uh, is that's a part of his game that he's sort of worked on over the past couple of years it is we've used him really in all the return aspects of it um last year it was more we kind of got him more away from being the primary kick returner um just because of straight line speed we wanted someone maybe a, l- a hair faster but yeah, yeah. really the punt returning is where i see he's going to be be able to make an impact um two reasons why he's 1000 percent reliable um, he's going to make sure, you know, that's what you want, but Hey, at least catch it regardless of what ha- whatever happens. Don't let the ball hit the ground and you lose 15, 20 yards or 30 yards by that. Right. Everyone's like, why didn't you just catch the ball? So he, he understands to make that happen, but then also he understands, and we've talked about this a lot and I'm the, the punt return coach as well. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah, the, yeah. the punt returner, your job is to make the first guy miss, right? Mm-hmm. There's going to be one guy coming down unblocked. So you have to have, you got to have to be a little fearless, right? Because you know there's a guy coming unblocked who's going to come right at you to try to, you know, separate the ball from you, right? And you understand you've got a little bit of a buffer, but you got to be a little fearless, and then you got to be able to have quickness to make that guy miss, and then they get back vertical. So you've seen it on on uh, on the field already. His short area quickness is really really good. Yeah. Um, so the two things you're looking for in the in the punt returner he has, right? He's He's trustworthy. He's going to catch the ball. He, he's done it really his whole career here, and he's going to be able to make the first guy miss. And now it's your job to block everybody else. Yeah, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And, you know, especially in the NFL, teams are so good at coverage and, and the rules, you know, really are starting to make it difficult for guys to return. And with with the Falcons signing a guy like Corderell Patterson, mm-hmm. uh, who is going to take over kick returns but doesn't return punts, there's definitely an opportunity for someone like Trammell to come in and compete for that spot. 
uh, with some of the other guys the Falcons have. And I would say he's definitely been a standout in the return game as well so far. Um, glad they're giving him a chance to to factor into that competition. I think he'll he be got, a, he'll be the yeah, special yeah. teams coordinator best friend if he can make <laughs> the first guy miss and get ten yards. If you give if you give the special teams coordinator a first down, you'll be his best bud. Oh yeah, yeah, and you know it's a, it's a tough competition there, but I think he's definitely got a shot, and uh, exciting to to have him factor in there as well. But yeah, I mean, I I, uh, I think uh, yesterday was kind of his kind of coming out party because uh, there was some off season hype about it, and then he just really put on a show yesterday in, in eleven on eleven and uh, in some of the open field tackling drills. But has he? I don't know if he's had, had a chance to reach out to you at all yet and talk about his uh, first couple you know weeks with the team. Uh, anything on that 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 you could share? Yeah, he came in once uh, once you guys were on your break after the OTAs. Um, he came and we sat down for, you know, an hour uh, in the office. And really, to me, of course, I wanted, you know, how you doing? How's everything going? To me, I wanted to, to pick his brain, right? <laughs> I'm all about stealing as much information as I possibly can. And if, yeah. if you look up on my board, I still have some some sayings and some things that, they, that he learned uh, differently or the verbiage is a little bit different than what we were teaching, right? So, mm-hmm. um that was my big deal. Hey, tell me what you learned. Tell me what's tell me what's different. Hey, what's the? Did he use any other terminology that? Well, coach, we're doing this, but it's exactly the same. He said it this way. You know, that's what I was trying to do. try to steal as much information as possible. Um, but he had, you know, he had his playbook in here, and and that's the one thing that you know you always know going in, especially with us being a West Coast type uh, terminology. It's a lot different than the spread teams that don't get in a huddle. They just right. look to the sidelines and they get a hand signal or they get a, a cardboard box up there with a with a number on it or a, a signal on it, a Batman signal or something. And <laughs> right, we have to break, we gotta get in the huddle, we call a play, uh, we break the huddle, you gotta line up, and he knows that he needs he can play Z, he can play the slot, he can play the X. And that's what's really helped him going in there, going into OTAs and going into training camp is his knowledge of what's going on. And yet maybe some things, the terminology is a little different, but it it, it all relates, right? He could say, okay, well, this means this, and then relay it a lot easier than someone who's coming in from a spread offense who has no idea. And they're just like, I'm just so confused. And now I can't play fast. I can't do what I want. He can do that right now. He's, he's ahead of the game. I would say mentally over probably every, every rookie coming into camp. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it, it, it's definitely a good fit because with Arthur Smith coming in, runs a very similar style of offense. You know, obviously there's some differences, schematic, you know, sort of flavor differences between the two. But yeah, I mean, I would say Tremel looks very comfortable um, immediately. You know, he, he, he the plays probably aren't all that different. You know, the players are a little different. Uh, yeah. The coaches are a little different and terms different. But uh, at the end of the day, you know, West Coast is pretty much West Coast. So I think that's uh, definitely an advantage for him. Yeah, um, just excited to see how he does, obviously making a big impact immediately. Uh, just want to know if there's any sort of like uh, funny stories or, or, or any of your favorite moments with, with Trammell that you'd like to share just for the fans to get maybe a better idea of uh, him as a person. So he, he's not, you know, there's probably not a ton of funny stuff. I mean, he's a, he's a guy that he's all business, right? Yeah, he so seems very business-like it, from what I've seen. Yeah. But but our guys loved him. Um, he's a great – he's been a team captain really ever since we've been here. So he, through his sophomore year, which is, which is hard to do, right? But he earned that because – you know, he works hard and people understand that. Um, so it, that's something that, you know, coming in and Coach Bloomgren's system, he learned it really, really fast. Um, and he knew it's like, guys, this is this is something we got to do and we got to work hard and make this happen. So the guys followed him, right? 
Um, you know, I don't know if you know what his nickname is, but he's always been nicknamed the sheriff. Oh, so okay. if you want to throw that at him, you know, that he'll, he'll understand what that's all about. <laughs> but other than that, I mean, he's not a, he's not a clown. He's not a come over and clown around. He is, he's all business. He knows what his job is and he's going to do it 1000%. And he's going to make sure that he's prepared. Um, he's going to be the smartest guy in the room. Not just because he's a right student, which helps, right? <laughs> but he is going to be the smartest guy in the room because he's going to spend the time doing that, right? That's yeah. his number one priority. He's he's not a guy that wants to go out and hang out. He's married, you know. He got married this this uh, this spring, so all right, he's all business. Sure. He's 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 trying to put food on the table for his family, and mm -hmm. that's what uh, that's what you're going to get. So you know, he he'll laugh and joke with everyone else, but he's not the he won't be a clown in the room. He's he's out there to to win a job. And to get on that 53-man roster, and we have all the faith in the world in him to do that. Yeah, man, it's looking it's looking very promising for him. And and I know there's a lot of fans that are real big fans of him. And you can tell, I think, his game is very technically sound. Like I, I, for me, just watching his footwork and, and going through cutting drills and stuff like that, it's so smooth, so clean. You can tell he's really put in the work, not just in the playbook, because he looks comfortable out there running the plays, but in terms of the, the little things, the techniques, the route stems, all these sort of things. Uh, so I'm, I've been very impressed with that as well. So very excited to see the rest of his camp and, and pulling for him here. Uh, before we get out of here, again, thank you for your time today. Um, any other any other Rice receivers that, that NFL fans should be keeping their eye on, uh, either for this year or future years, that, that are coming up through the system? So, yeah, we've got we've got a couple. We uh, When we got in and when Coach Bloomberg got the job in 18, um, you know, that was one of the biggest deals we needed to, to make better was the speed and the size in that receiver room. And we think we've done that. I mean, we had Trammell in the room, but there's a guy who's on the Bolitnikoff watch list, Bradley Rosner, who's, who was an ex that we missed last year. Who's yeah, yeah. 6'4", 210. Um, he's a 4'6 guy who has a lot of range. Um, we've got some other young guys coming up, too, that, you know, really need to put – that we feel are going to put some really good uh, – stuff on film this year so that they can get their name out there too. Uh, Jake Bailey, a kid from California who played at Bosco uh, is a guy that's there. And then several other guys that are, that are up and coming that are waiting for their turn. And now that, that Austin's gone, uh, there's some, there's some opportunities for people. So what are they going to do with that? So that's what we're excited for. We, we think we're, th this is our year to come on, come on strong. And uh, we've got the depth and the uh, experience now that we're looking for that we haven't had in the past. And Coach Bloomgren has done a fantastic job with this program, and we're just really excited for the 2021 season. Yeah, absolutely. We'll just we'll just hope that it's a, a healthy COVID-free year and that that's not going to impact any more football seasons going forward. No but, doubt. Uh, yeah, again, uh, Coach Mike Kershaw, uh, the wide receivers coach at Rice. Again, uh, thank you so much, Coach, for your time. We appreciate you uh, coming on and talking with us. Kevin, anytime. I appreciate it. Keep, uh, keep posting those updates. I'm checking it every day. <laughs> Absolutely. Will do. I, I'm there until uh, until Wednesday, so I'll, I'll keep going until then. Then i got to go back to New York. So. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> All right, man. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Thank you. Mm -hmm.